Welcome to the second part of our Bullying George Lucas trilogy. Welcome. Now, this little visual gag was in an early draft of the script that was written before this one. That was loud. Because they always do like a visual gag with uh, like the mountain, the Paramount Mountain. Yeah. In uh, Raiders, it was an actual mountain. Doom, it was on a gong, I believe. Yeah, it was on the gong. What was it in Last Crusade? What was the beginning of Last Crusade? It was, uh, oh, I think it was um, like the Arizona Mountains. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah, because it was a flashback. Yeah. To Young Indy. So... I, I believe that was George Lucas's idea because that survived several drafts. You can read um, a lot of the old drafts for this on the internet. When it went through, it was like Indiana Jones and the Spacemen from Mars, Indiana Jones and the the Killer Ants or whatever the fuck. And they all had pieces of this script that I know is because it's like George Lucas gets like th- I think a story by credit in this. Yeah. And a lot of the reason why they lost several writers along the way is because they were just like this idea is terrible and Spielberg's like look he's my friend yeah <laughs> like I gotta I gotta have him involved I think there was because when I was unreasonably obsessed with this movie I'd watch the behind the scenes all the time and yeah. uh, there would just be uh, <laughs> it's the the clip of Steven Spielberg where George kept insisting it's just like I want aliens yeah and he's just like we're not putting fucking aliens oh, in the goddamn movie when Spielberg is like subtly saying like if the movie sucks it's because of George yeah he's like saying like I, you know we kept going around and, and uh, George kept saying you know we want aliens I said George what about not aliens and he said no he insisted it had to be aliens <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean <laughs> Yeah, it could, I, I don't see how it could have been good. I like the time period, the setting. We were talking about this a little bit before. Like, the first half of this movie, I, we think, is the last good Spielberg movie that was yeah. made. And I love I love the beginning of this movie. Yeah, story by George Lucas and David Kep. Yeah, the beginning is fantastic, even though it kind of does spill into the uh, the bad CG territory when they get into the, the room with all the boxes. And they do the useless yeah. callback to the remember this kind of thing with the Ark of the Covenant and... That was, I'm going to give it a pass on this one because that was before when it became popular. Yeah. Like, like it was at the cusp. Yeah. But it, I think I think this movie was definitely, like, before Avengers and a lot of, like, even the MCU being established. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a pass for this movie for, what, one callback? Oh, we got to pause. That goes for you too, That's Charles, back now. A guy's kneeling and they're getting shot. If you're seeing that, you're in the right. You're synced up. Oh, wait. What the fuck? Did you put on the... Whoops. Did you put on the... the Explanation captions. The, the blind people. Yeah, the blind people. The version. blind help. I just wanted closed captions, but I guess that's not an option on Paramount+. Plus. We're fine. That's we were, fine. We were fine with Jedi. Yeah, that's true. So if you're seeing a bunch of vehicles drive into through the gates, that's where we're at. See a barbed wire fence. Still with us, Dan, the only person listening to this. America. <laughs> yeah, American America flag. American flag with, I'm, I'm not sure if that's all 50 states. 
It was the 60s at that point. Do we have... Yeah. One of the best intros for Indy, I think, is him in a trunk. It's yeah. kind of kind of clever, kind of nice. With the guy we don't really Yeah, the know. guy, yeah. The, the new... Uh, but it's important. Double cross, triple cross, kind of bad screenwriting type of thing. Oh, who's, 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 who's hat's that? Oh, who's that? Indiana Jones has had some of the best intros. Yeah. Just looking hot as fuck in the Amazon, cutting through the rainforest with Alfred Molina. That is... That's the best but, one. Is that Alfred Molina? Oh, yeah. That's the guy who tries to fuck him over, and he's like, just throw me the idol or whatever. I didn't know that. That's Alfred Molina. Um, you know, his intro in Raiders is probably one of the best in all film. I agree. Russians. <laughs> uh, it's quite timely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This, I, I feel like it's worth mentioning that the, one of the best movies ever made is Sexy Beast with Ray Winstone or Winstone, whatever his name is. And it opens with just an overhead shot of him. It's on the poster of the movie. It's him just laying poolside in a pink Speedo <laughs> and uh, talking about how wonderful it is that it's so hot. And, and then he just, like, reaches into a bowl of ice water with a towel in it, and he just starts icing his balls. <laughs> and it's like, damn, that's the retired life that I want to live. Just poolside with his dumb uh, ex-porn star wife I, and his pool boy who he yells at to sweep harder. Yeah, I can see that being you in, like, your 70s. Oh, 60s, man. Come on, give me a little more credit. Okay, all right, so... I don't know how you felt about her in this movie, but see, I was it was uh maybe this was an object 11. of my affection. <laughs> okay, when this came out, so this was this was cusp of sexual awakening, probably. Yeah, this might be why I want Tony Collette and Kate Blanchett to be mean to me. Probably is this character here. She looks like, better as a uh, with dark hair. Yeah, I feel. I agree. Same in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Because I, I've, I was always familiar with Kate Blanchett with the darker hair in this. Uh huh. And then I think I saw her in, um, I think it was in the Aviator with blonde hair. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is this is weird. I also feel like the uh, the acting between Harrison Ford and Kate Blanchett is so different and is very apparent in both of their characters where it's just like Kate Blanchett is probably a method actor and this is just like is playing into it so much mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford is so done with this shit. It's just like, uh. I kind of feel like his heart was in this one a little bit. Yeah. He had a lot of say over the, the he wanted to add more jokes about him being old. And I think that was partially uh, Star Wars sound. And I think that was also because he just was like, if I make silverware jokes about being old, I can get away with doing less stunts. And I can be on set less. And that means I can be getting high in my trailer. <laughs> you know, like. I can practice clipping another feather to my ear. <laughs> Goddamn. Remember? Remember this building? We have Indy. 
container. Dimension two meters by one half meter by 66 centimeters. Contents of box, mummified remains. This is not all familiar to you. Ah, yeah, no. You not familiar at all. Idea what box you're talking about. Because 10 years ago, you were part of the team that examined it. I feel like they didn't worry about exposition as much in the or original indie movies, though, in the very beginning. Like, the first act was just about straight up, like, throwing you in the middle of an adventure. Yeah. Raiders, you've got cutting through the jungle, finding a... Okay, it's a it's an idol in a, in a tomb thing. Big giant ball running away from, uh, you know, Alfred Molina, that, that whole thing. And then he... Oh, he's a teacher, too. And then it's, like, perfect character introduction. Uh, Temple of Doom, we have... Him being more like a James Bond type character, you know, playing yeah. cards, I think, and then, you know, uh, doing a total dude's rock thing is when he takes, what's her name? Um, the, Scott. Well, yeah. When, and he just like holds a, a pair of tongs to her side and he's yes. like, I'll kill her. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I'm about to gut this woman. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't give a fuck. That's a pretty dude's rock moment. Um, then in, like, as we said in uh, Last Crusade, it's like the origin, the prequel. The, the span off a whole TV show. Yeah, the teasing of what would <laughs> what, what eventually would become. That was, that was a part of... That was kind of a... And I don't know if this was all responsible to Lucas or the more likely the writers. But that seems to be like Lucasfilm's M.O. Is being thrown right into the middle of one adventure in the beginning. Oh yeah, like at the tail end. That's of old it. Lucasfilm. Ammo. Yeah, that's and original trilogy, original indies. And I missed that. Yeah, I feel like it. It eased you into the story more. Yeah, and you get to it forces you to engage with it at an earlier moment. Like you don't feel bored by people just yeah. fucking talking. You're wondering what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Oh, why is this battle cruiser flying over my head and the other one's shooting at it? What are these two robots and why are they? Why is the one so worried? Who's this lady in the white and why is she putting something inside of this trash can? Why did our I familiar get, hero about to gut a blonde woman? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Indy being clever is spot on for him, though. Yeah. This is what they should do with Batman. Yeah, I agree. Like they He should fight less and he should solve more yeah. mysteries. They always, in every new Batman thing, they always say, it's just like, uh, in this one, he's going to lean more on the detective side. Oh, that's always the promise. And Yeah, that's, that's always the promise. And then it's always... Uh, First scene is him punching the shit out of whatever poor goon. <laughs> yeah, and then not to date this commentary track, but as of right now, the new The Batman with Pattinson has not been released yet. But the trailers, with each passing trailer, I get less and less excited and more and more worried because it's like leaning into the like I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you kind yeah. of thing, and I'm emotional and I'm angry and I'm sad rather than like. I don't know, man. My my favorite Batman is like the Kevin Conroy era, yeah, or like the um, not the Val, but yeah, the Val Kilmer or the um, what's his name? Clooney? No, fuck no. 
Uh, the other one, Keaton, Keaton, or the Keaton, back, where he's like, he's sure of himself. He's suave. He's like, he's over his mommy and daddy issues. Yeah. You know, and I get, I get it. Pattinson's younger. He's going to be more raw. But I feel like Nolan kind of wrecked that because he made Bale such like a raw nerve. And like he would cover yeah. it up in the bat suit. But then like, you know, somebody would get under his skin and he'd be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> and then he'd start, you know. Um, I was not a fan of Christian Bale. Like, I know. People I, say that they yeah. grow up there with whatever Batman that they're familiar with. Right. But, and like, Bale is technically my Batman by generation. But. Yeah, mine too. He's the least entertaining to me. The first time it was entertaining just because of how funny his voice was. Yeah. that was, The first two movies are funny because of that. The joke got old by the third one. Yeah. And again, t- like, typical, like, what makes a person with like a neuroatypical disorder <laughs> fun is when they just act as themselves and they don't know what makes them f- like fun and, yeah. and, and, and unique. And as soon as they figure that out and they try to lean into it, they do it incorrectly. And I do firmly believe that Chris, um, Christopher Nolan is like extraordinarily autistic. And I think he leaned, he was like, he, he read the forums and he was like, Oh, people think the voice is funny. Why don't I make Bane unintelligible? <laughs> you know, like, like, Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun for people. And people are like, this sucks. I hate it. And you're like, Oh, but you liked it. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you said it was cool. And, uh, Harrison fought to have a real whip in this movie. The studio wanted it to be CG because I think studio, AKA George was like, oh, let's make it, let's make it a digital whip. Because they they said it would like you know, he would fuck up his shoulder and stuff, which yeah. I think he has on the new movie that he's shooting right now. I think he did fuck up yeah. his shoulder he, whipping something. He definitely fucked up. Why, Mac? I've I've heard of him just lately fucking something up in the middle of the movie. He's been injured on every movie that he's done that hasn't involved just him walking onto a green screen set. Yeah. Like his appearance. I think he's like he's just one of those guys. Doesn't he do his like mostly his own stunts? I think back in the day he did, but yeah. I think now he's because there was that picture going around when they first started filming Indiana Jones, and they had a a stunt man wearing a really creepy Harrison Ford Halloween looking mask. That is that's creepy. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> it was really fucking weird. It just looked like a Harrison Ford with a bigger head on a motorcycle. I want her to yell at me. <laughs> With that blank Russian stare. And the haircut. Wanna tell me I've disappointed her. Oh, you didn't make it. Damn, I thought that was closer. <laughs> yeah, see this is good. This is like the classic indie, but he's fucking up a little bit because he's older. This is the fun Indy's stuff. Always fucked up a little bit somewhere. He's never been perfect. Yeah, that's what's fun about him is that he's like, he's not a Jack Reacher. He's just good at everything and knows all the answers to everything. He's like making guesses and and putting it out there, taking chances. Oh, remember? Remember that? Mimi? I think just I mean, outside of like... the self-assured, satisfaction, smug nature of directors who are like... <laughs> Oh my god, they're gonna love this. I hate that <laughs> shit, dude. Like, you, you don't know. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I, mean, I think outside of, like, Karen Allen's existence in this movie, that's probably the only one callback I can think of. 
right? In this movie. No, there's tons. Um, well, not to say it's that it's less totally so, original. It's but less so than the prequels, I'll say that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely less than the prequels. But Maybe I'm just so desensitized by like the prequels, the sequels, the MCUs. Yeah. All those movies. See, like, I love shit like this. so heavily on it. The fight causes something to go wrong. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Revenge of the Sith when they're fighting on Mustafar and they accidentally turn off the shields. Causing the entire place to implode. Which you don't really understand because you're so disconnected from the... the the place that they're fighting because it looks so fake. Yeah. That's another thing. I don't know if we'll ever do a, uh, a Revenge of the Sith commentary, but the third act of that movie, you can just absolutely tell George was just like, you you know, I'm not spending any more money. Like, the first the first act looks so fucking decent for what it is. Yeah. Great for the time. Second act, pretty damn good with the Utapau, Utapau, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as Grievous dies, though, it is back to, like, just Coruscant and... Yeah. And Mustafar looks horrific. Like, really, really unforgivably, unfathomably bad. But this shit rocks. Not remember remember those guys? <laughs> CG, uh, jerks, um, meerkats? Prairie dog things? Prairie dogs? Yeah, that's what it is. You did well. Meerkats are in Africa. See, I wouldn't want her to tell me I did well. I would want her to say, you've, you've dis- you'd disappoint me. I'd be like, oh, we're out of next time. Yeah. Oh, that would be, I would just fucking blow ropes dude <laughs> if she told me I was adequate it would be just ropes <laughs> completely that's you just hit a nerve there bro. <laughs> there was a guy in history who uh, almost died doing one of these tests I think he pulled like, like some like an absurd like 96 G's for like a second or something like that Holy he was shit. just never the same he was on one of those sled things to see like you know how many G's can a human handle <laughs> yeah sure is uh, good amount. <laughs> Just for one second. <laughs> they nailed the old style lighting in this movie, too. Yeah. Where it's that older noir in color mm-hmm. where it's like the light on the eyes dark everywhere else oh, okay of, yeah 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 like, like mainly i was talking like when they're in the warehouse and they're all around the fucking right alien the moody yeah, the moody harsh lighting yeah this again is brilliant set piece moment i love this the 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 fake nuclear town that this i played a thousand times in call of duty <laughs> I forget what the name of that map is called. <laughs> That'd be so disappointing. That would. I know I talk about Fallout New Vegas quite a bit, but there's a, a, a perk called Wild Wasteland that makes random weird stuff happen in the game. Like that would normally, like aliens will be in an area that wouldn't normally be. Yeah. If you pick up the perk early, if you pick it up as one of your starting perks, like as you're leaving the first town. You'll see, and it's you know it's a game about nuclear apocalypse and stuff. Like bombs have gone off in this world. Um, you'll be leaving the first town, Good Springs, and you'll come across on the side of the road um, a refrigerator, and you'll open it, and there'll be a skeleton inside with a hat that you can loot. <laughs> and it's, I think it's called a gambler's hat, but you put it on, it's just a fucking Indiana Jones hat. That's awesome. Yeah, it's tight. I always pick up on my, in a playthrough. 
I think this was a George idea. This sound. This seems like a George idea. Yeah. Very out there. Does none of those cars work? <laughs> I mean, everything else is fake and not turned off. And... Man, this uh. This is going to depress me because not only is this a new possibility for us, this happening in real life, but like we don't get we don't get to live in houses that look that nice and have children or you know what I mean, like a stock refrigerator. <laughs> like, just BlackRock owns everything, and we have to rent. <laughs> we, don't, you know, we get melted inside of a rental property. <laughs> That's marginally okay. It'll be funny. It'll be funny. I'll survive in the fridge. It's lead line. <laughs> Mythbusters will do an episode on it. <laughs> like if they did and they were just like, before even testing it, they'd be like, no, it's bullshit. Game theory will do it. Yeah. But George, they only do games. Oh, they'll come up with a new one. Now, Mythbusters did uh, an Indiana Jones episode because I remember they did the. They did a couple, didn't they? They did the Buster Keaton thing. This shot fucking rules. Yeah. That's, you know, Indiana Jones entering a new era. The nuclear era. Um, but yeah, they did the, the Buster Keaton stunt that was in uh, Temple of Doom when he falls off the roof and he hits like every. Uh, like, on, like, not awning, every. What are those fucking things called? They're like uh, umbrellas. Canopy? Canopies, thank yeah. you. It hits every canopy on the way down. And this is how we know he won't die of leukemia <laughs> in the next movie. It's just Mutt Williams coming this, to him in a hospital bed, being like, how do I be Indiana Jones? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, kid. <laughs> I'm late for my chemo. <laughs> I think that shower was uh, a, com a compromise between... Uh, George and Spielberg. Yeah. It's like, George, we have to make this somehow realistic. Well, George, it's, like, oh, it's not realistic. They give him a shower. So, yeah, they disinfect him. You hear a Geiger counter and then it will go down. This guy on the right, he was in Scrubs. He was the janitor. Yes. Yeah, he was that guy. His voice is very... He was also in that movie with Lindsay Lohan. Um, mean Girls. He was her, He was Lindsay Lohan's dad in Mean yeah, Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. I love every five years when there's an anniversary. It's just everyone freaking out on Facebook is like, "Oh my god, that movie is still so relatable today." Yeah. The funniest thing lately, though, and again, not to date this, but when Kanye was having his freak out over the Super Bowl weekend. And he was uh, freaking out about Pete Davidson. Um, people were posting TikToks and stuff of like the the scene from Mean Girls where she's putting Lindsay Lohan in the burn book, but it's like Kanye putting Pete in the burn book. <laughs> I was like, very original, guys. Good job. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't put it past if Kanye had a burn book, like a legit burn book. He, I think he made a. I think he posted a list of his beefs. Like his current and past yeah, beefs. I think so. Yeah. He was retweeting 
artwork of like uh, Captain America's Civil War and then all the faces were replaced with like him and all his friends on one side and then Pete Davidson, Kim, uh, you know, Chris Jenner, all those, and then everybody down the line on the other side. Not everyone in the army is a commie and certainly not indie. God damn, it was so funny. What exactly am I being accused of besides surviving a nuclear blast? Nothing yet, but frankly, your association with George McHale makes all your activities suspicious, including those during the war. You nuts. Do you have any idea how many medals this son of a bitch won? <laughs> Every medal, dude. Uh, if it wasn't Harrison Ford, how much of a commie he is. Like, I've been watching Reacher lately, and the, they say shit like that in that show. And, like, Jack Reacher, like, literally knows everything about everything. Like, he'll just, and he's just, like, always six steps ahead of everybody. Yeah. Like, all, constantly. And the funny thing about the show, too, is um, it's shot like an Allstate commercial. <laughs> like it, it legitimately looks like everything is so per, like evenly lit, mm-hmm. uh, bright, you know, super saturated colors, really nice looking. And then you remember, oh, it's on Amazon, so they don't have any like real censorship to to a degree. Yeah. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he'll just like gouge a guy's eye out or like rip somebody's <laughs> trachea out of their fucking body. And you're like, holy shit, I forgot this can be violent. And they'll, they'll say fucking stuff, but you know, that kind of it bounces off of you, especially when you talk like yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, but yeah, the uh, violence in that show it. is so jarring. And, uh, but it's so far, I haven't finished it yet, but it's so sexless. And it's like, yeah, this is written and made for like boomer men who are uncomfortable with like, like the hottest thing that they want to see is a guy uh, holding a lady after they kill the bad guy, and the implication yeah. that they will eventually go have sex. Like uh, he's a gentleman, and when they have to stay in a hotel together, like him and the police lady, uh, who is like sweet on him, and he's like into her, he like sleeps on the floor next to her. I can just picture some boomer dad being like, "Damn straight, that's how I'd want to treat my daughter." That Jack Reacher's a good boy, you know. <laughs> He's uh, one, a perfect son-in-law. One scene in the first episode, he's in uh, these zip ties, and they're like, "Why is he in zip ties?" He's like, "We couldn't find cuffs that were big enough for him." And then, like, when what, to to let you know he's a good guy, they tell him like, "Okay, we're gonna release you from this from your cuffs now." And he was like, "Okay," and he just snaps them off because he's so like buff and strong. And it's like, "Okay, I get it." You know, he's is is guys being dudes. But he's like, he's a big, dumb, meathead fuck. And he just, he'll say stuff like, you know, the average velocity of a, you know, a, four, a, a nine grain bullet is 226 meters a second. And like, he'll say all this sciencey shit. And you're like, I don't believe you. Like, I, it's like when you hear um, a person who doesn't speak the language and they learned it phonetically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of his scripts, he had to like probably learn phonetically. It's it's a it's about as good of a the millimeters act- of a bullet are the equidistant yeah. to the center of the earth. It's about as good of an action show as Space Force is a comedy in that like you look back on the season and you go, what happened in it? And did the characters do anything or did they just kind of like run in place? You know, like they yeah. they kind of just like everybody just does oh, Sean Connery. Uh, everybody just does the thing that they're like gonna do and then they go ah psych and then they go right back to point aught at the very end you know yeah like in in space force it's like you know the problem like steve carell's daughter her big issue her character's dilemma is that she's too good to be in college she's like too honest and too it's like how when you go to a job interview and they ask you what are your what are your flaws and you're like i work too hard 
Um, <laughs> some days I just really throw myself too much into my work. You know? Yeah. My uh, my dick is too big sometimes. It uh, it, it hurts women, and you know, like it's like these are not drawbacks, dude. Like you're, that's what that's what men like, are too jealous of me. Yeah. That's a, oh, okay. I like pussy too much. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's our boy. I, I feel like we should be talking about this movie more, though. I'm, I'm getting off on a tangent. This was the beginning of the end for Shia until he made his renaissance. Yeah. That's when he started kind of losing it. He hated shooting this movie because he, I think he said something along the lines of, you know, you want to work with a guy like Spielberg for years and years and years. You grow up loving his movies, and you think it'd be a dream to work with him. But then you work with him, and you realize it's just a fucking factory machine. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. That. There's a little moment in this scene that I used to believe was a Spielberg moment. But after watching uh, the Solo movie... I believe this to be a George Lucas input, and it's a positive. Remember the scene in Solo where they're like arguing in the the cloak room of Lando's Falcon, and she's trying to hang something up, and he just takes it out of her hand and like throws it on the ground. Yeah. And the original version of that, he takes it out of her hand and hangs it up, and George is like, he wouldn't hang it up; he'd just throw it on the ground. And it's like, yeah, that's a very Han yeah. move. That's 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 exactly how Han would act. There's a moment in this scene that is so wonderfully indie. This one right here. Grabs a beer, puts it down, looks somewhere else, Andy picks it up, back on the tray. Yeah. Being a good dad. That, that, that's a George Lucas understanding the character that Harrison Ford's playing, if that is a George idea. Yeah. Like I said, originally wanted to chalk that up to Spielberg, but after seeing Solo, I was like, maybe that was George. Like, that's... I mean, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. It tracks. That's the... Like, in a single, like, putting back the beer moment, it's the, it belongs in a museum. And it's, like, him looking out for, like, I don't know if this is my son, but I'm going to be, I'm, you know, older, I'm wiser than I used to be, and I'm going to look out for this kid. Yeah. I'm going to take him under my wing. He said that, like, a white person ordering at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I'd like some flautas. <laughs> Like some quesadillas. <laughs> Harrison, I want you to order like you're at salsas. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm mumble and I'm my assistant. Remember my order? That chick's got a dumper. Look at that. Yeah. In the yellow? Jesus Christ. Let's not forget why we're here. The legend says that a crystal. You're pulling me in all different types of directions. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm all hopped up on pizza Donovan. and gin. <laughs> yeah. Power, right. So there's some kind of power. What's the power? Now I'm distracted. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. This movie already makes me want to beat off enough with Kate Blanchett. Everyone's got a little bit of a dumper, even the guys. He needs yeah. the belts. The belts are the, the, on so the goddamn cinched, tight. Yeah. The cinched belts and the bigger clothes. The, the cotton was thicker back then. Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice how, like, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, we were, like, flaunting how much excess we had as America? Yeah. And the clothes were just huge. 
like Jinko jeans and. But then we were also pretentious. We were just like, but it's simple. Yeah. We're dressing down. Look at the way Christian Slater, I think, is the guy in Varsity Blues. No, James Vanderbeek. Look at the way he's dressed in Varsity Blues in the denim outfit. Mm-hmm. He's in a denim parachute. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, she called me two weeks ago from South America, said she'd escape if they were after her. She said she'd just gotten a letter from... Shia saying these movies are like a, working in a factory on a machine is like... Uh, reminds me of that David Lynch clip where he's yelling about not getting more time on the sets while he's shooting the new Twin Peaks. He's like, you want us to bang this out? Like, bang, 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 like a goddamn machine. We didn't have any time in the Firemen's. I loved that place. I could have stayed in there for another three days. We never get to go all dreamy. <laughs> I love David Lynch. He's great, man. And that's the origin of that phrase. Yeah, Indy made it up. Get this guy. Who? Joe College hit him hard. Here, hold this. What? Joe College. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. She got a nice hook, yeah, though. Yeah, she really, not, like, yeah. I love this sequence. Yeah. Again, this is... I think... That, I do believe this is better than the intro. Yeah. It's it's really nice, this whole chase sequence. Yeah, this is great. Come on, take a smile. <laughs> Kind of did the same, same thing, uh, probably dirtier, but with rock around the clock, but rock, rock around, around the cock. cock. Yeah. Now, That's not, an indie punch right there. Yeah. Just a straight... Straight punch. Straight punch, yeah. Nice impact sound that someone definitely timed out on a board. Yeah. I'm not familiar with, like, history of what society was like during whatever time period. Mm -hmm. But for as intense as Americans were about finding Russians, having two Russians in this car just flaunt about... Just screaming Russian. Yeah, I was going to say, they usually try to, like, suppress the accent when they're undercover. But I guess at this point, they're like, fuck it, we're in a car chase through a college. There's no point. The adrenaline's up. Now, see, it's an action sequence that also, not only is it advancing the plot with the exposition that came before and that will come after, it started before this with these two characters not really trusting or one of them not really wanting to go along with the other, and by the end of this, they will be endeared to each other through the uh, trauma or the, you know, the the danger of this moment, you know? This is what they used to call a movie. <laughs> and now Spielberg... What you would say. Yeah, what you would say, this, this is a movie. Now Spielberg is mostly making 
video games. You got head. Roadhead. <laughs> that took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was in a car. Think anybody's ever got their, their dick bitten off, like, via roadhead on account of a car accident? Or, like, a close call, even? Like, you slam on your brakes. I don't even... So, like, I don't even know how to respond to that. You get a real, uh... Like, like statistics. Is that a Wilhelm oh, scream? Is that a Wilhelm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Wil Wilhelm. I'm glad they stopped using that in movies. No, they didn't. Did they not? They did I thought not. it was pretty much retired. Because nope. it sucks when you hear it now. No. I've definitely heard it in an Avengers movie at some point. Oh, that sucks. This too. Fucking rocks. Yeah. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Well, there he goes again. Those uh, awesome pronunciations. Doriana. Just as I thought. Koyomas. Are we going to be able to pinpoint the moment the movie starts to suck? Because I don't remember exactly where it is. I know once we get into the monkeys swinging. Yeah, we're already there. I think. Are we there? That was it. That was like the end. The beginning. That was the beginning of the end, right there. I don't think it was the beginning of the end. I think we were already. That was the cutoff, right I there. I think. Big damn ants. That sucks so Because much. even even up to the campsite, that was all pretty solid. Like the yeah. Re like reuniting with I like, Marion. I like finding a snake to try. Uh, it is really stupid. Like, you, you get a branch, you know what I mean? It, you, were at, you were saying a minute ago, like, oh, do, are there really that many callbacks? Like, that was a really roundabout oh, way to get yeah. a snake in, in the mix, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That was no, but no human being in the right mind in need of a rope would find a snake and try to use that. Yeah. But, but, um, but yeah, the campsite stuff is pretty tight with John Hurt flipping out. Um, let's see. So I feel like this, this stuff solving mysteries. It sounds yeah. far-fetched, but it's like along that, like solving well, you think, a mystery. You think it's yeah. going to lead somewhere towards a rational explanation. But then you remember in the first Indiana Jones movie... They were, ah, uh, the classic. Yeah, there's another callback. But, I mean, this is kind of like a staple of the series. Yeah. Um, I would consider oh, this part of the style. Just, oh, he went right over Florida. Damn it. <laughs> oh, over Miami. Poor mm -hmm. guy. The layovers, man. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted a logical explanation, but again, yeah, it's the movies where the almighty power of the Christian God comes out of the, the end and, and, and wrecks the Nazi shit. I, I don't understand the problem people have with... I love this night. That's flipping. pretty tight, yeah. Yeah, he... Learned how to do that? Like, he just started doing that, and Spielberg was just like, fucking get that! That's tight. It was just, yeah, that came naturally to him, apparently. So, people complain about the aliens in this movie. It's, it is no more ridiculous than the ending of 
any of the original three. Yeah. But it's the execution that fails miserably. I think it's the over... I think CGI is part of it. The reliance on CG. Because in Raiders, it's basically the same thing, but it's all done practical. Yeah. Like, there's there's a horror element to it. Yeah. They didn't pick a subgenre. Yeah. Raiders is, yeah, there's a there's a gross-out factor. To, uh, Doom, there's a horror factor. And then um, there's, like, a... Doom has its horror factor throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And then the end of Crusade is, like, a biblical epic. Yeah. Kind of a thing at, near the end of it. There's like a almost like a Lawrence of Arabia t- type scale at the end of it. I mean, it's I mean, I get much smaller scale, but the setting, I guess, is what makes me think of it. And then yeah. the fact that there's like a again, yeah, he finds this whatever the saint, whatever. She's the, the, the invisible bridge and all that shit. Maybe I will. You got a problem with that? All that shit was sick, though. Yeah. And it was because the execution was good. And yeah. there was stuff that made you care about the characters up to that point. He was saving his dad in Crusade. He was saving... Uh, well, they were saving him in Doom. Yeah. And then the children. Um, who you were like, oh, I don't want anything bad to happen to the whole village of these kids. You know? Yeah. And then in the end of uh, Ark, it was just like, holy shit. <laughs> It's the first time we're seeing something like this. This is nuts. Yeah. You think, again, because he's a skeptic the whole movie, you think like he's going to be right, but then it's like, no, 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 there's biblical angels coming out of that thing and they're murdering these Nazis. This rocks. So, and, and I mean, the, the love in, the love story is what made you in, like care about that ending. This yeah. one, on the other hand, he gets triple-crossed to the point where I don't even remember if the Ray Winstone, Winstone, whatever, is a good guy or a bad guy. I think he's good by the end and he sacrifices himself for the good of the team. But it's kind of hollow because you've gone, you flip flopped on him so many times that you like, can't even keep track. If I remember correctly, I don't think it. There was a sacrifice. I think he just kind of died. No, I think he he's like, he has like an earn this moment. Oh. He does have like a I'm gonna stay behind and you guys, you know, it's too late for me. But I think you're also right. And I think it's like a moment where he could have just also left with them, and he just was like, some a main character needs to die at this point in the movie. So here I go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this is a cool scene, finding the guy's old jail cell, and uh, you know, solving like a room puzzle. Yeah, and th- this is like some of the parts where it's just you're so confused that you want to figure out what the hell is going on. Right, and this is a wonderful performance from Shia. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you want about the man. The man, he's always delivered. Oh my God, he's amazing. He's always entertaining, even when he's doing wild, wacky shit. That yeah, <laughs> when he's getting in trouble and shit, it's <laughs> still really, really interesting. The only kind of lame thing he ever did was the this the he will not divide us thing. But that was made entertaining by the weirdos on the internet who were like trolling him with it the whole time. <laughs> The one time the man was trying to be genuine. <laughs> Not genuine, but like down to earth, I guess. They're just like trying to like take part in the moment. Yeah. He's always been in his own moment. Yeah. And then like he gets swept up in the As he's poli- sweeping. The political stuff, yeah. As he's sweeping. <laughs> Fox didn't mean Oriana's birthplace. Cradle has another meaning in Mayan. 
Literally, it means resting place. As in final resting place. Ox met Oriana's grave. His drawing scratched into the floor. This is the cemetery where he's buried. You said Oriana vanished and nobody ever found his grave. It's a map. <laughs> Could they pull off a Hitler cameo like they did in Last Crusade or what yeah, the Last Crusade? Could they do that today? I think like so. Like a funny cheeky Hitler cameo like they did. I think they could pull it off. Yeah. It would get memed to high hell, though. Yeah, of course. Like, it couldn't be in the same vein as Last Crusade. Mm -hmm. It would have to be... It would have to be along the, the lines of Wolfenstein. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be camp. Yeah. Where it's just, like, literally pissing, shitting, and puking because he's so goddamn fucking old or whatever. That was like, a cool part of that game. Where he's a director. Yeah. Like he's an enfeebled director who's murdering the the his the the cast of his film because they're not hitting their marks. Yeah. That, that was pretty uh pretty great. That's kind cuz they took like the Kim Jong un or the Kim Jong Il thing where like oh, the dictator likes to make movies thing and they kind of just turned it up to the turned it up to Hitler. Yeah. This is the most set looking one of the most set looking places in the movie though. I can see it. This way up. Yeah. Like they put it together very quickly with it still looking. I just think it's the way it's shot because you never get any like establishment of it, like a wide where it shows like the whole area. Yeah. You're just kind of in it. It, lo it looks like a TV show where they like, you know, they don't have time to show a big wide establishing shot. You're just in it already. Yeah. And even like the, the one establishing shot that you do get at the beginning. It's very unclear on like where you're even at. Yeah, you don't get a good like sense just, of the geography. Yeah, like it just looks like a bunch of mud and rocks and shit. Yeah. Are both sides sharp? I don't get how that worked. I wasn't sure. Oh, here's the best line delivery in the history of cinema. Not this, this. Part time. <laughs> uh, all right, good. Uh, we're going to do that again? No, I'm just going to raise the trail and get high. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, no, but we just need one more for safety? No, I'm already gone. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's like already his pants are already gone. Like if his, all that's left are his pants there. He's already taken them off. The old uh, son is uh, not directing the light toward the car engine. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Now hold it here. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm still, at this point, going back to my, I don't know how old I was when this came out. Let me, let me think. Oh, wait. So I was like... This was what, 2007? I think it was 16 when this came out. No, it was 08. No, it was 08 when yeah. it came out, yeah. 
It's 2008. Um, and I'm and I'm, I'm in the theater. I'm still enjoying myself. Yeah, this still feels like Indiana Jones to me. Very Temple of Doom. That, by the way, feels like getting hit in the hand with a hammer. If you've ever been stung by a scorpion, which I have not. I have not. My grandfather told me about it. He said once he uh, reached to a top shelf in a shed where there was a bunch of scorpions, and one stung him, and he said it felt like somebody smacked him on the hand with a hammer. Damn. Just the, the venom or whatever it is. Venom's injected, poison's ingested, right? That's what it is? Yes. Nice. Um, I know stuff. For some reason, I've always found scorpions in nowhere else but inside my sink really like i'll like pull up a dish and there's a fucking scorpion that's cr in your current place not not a, i haven't found one in my current okay place. i was gonna say i've literally never seen a scorpion in my life unless i was at like a, a an insect exhibit at a zoo yeah um, that's crazy in, uh, I, would, I would be really bummed out if i saw a scorpion in um the house i lived in coincidentally when this movie came out um it was in like well, a, you were a child. Yeah, it, it was, I was a child. It was no, in like no, a shitty duplex. Um, but like literally, my sister and I were doing the dishes, and we there weren't that many in there to warrant like something being bug attracted to. Yeah, and we just like lift up a plate, and there's a fucking gold looking scorpion. We're just like like I'm terrified. <laughs> this belongs in Egypt. This belongs in Egypt. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Fallout, they're a big pain in the ass in the Fallout series. What's not? Yeah, a I didn't pain think in the, in the Fallout series. I didn't think that. Yeah, everything's bigger and irradiated and trying to kill you. Um, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think they were indigenous to this part of the country. But then, there you have it. Yeah. Oh wait, were you in PA when this happened, or were you here? I was here. Okay, that's that's nuts. I mean, I believe you 100. Yeah. percent But like. Because um, that was like a big complaint that Fallout fans had when Fallout 3 had scorpions. Because it takes place in DC, and you're like, there's no scorpions. I think it's because it's too cold. Probably. Because it's like we have kind of a, uh, like a warmer tropical climate, so yeah. they could probably th uh, flourish. They, they strike me as a desert dwelling type thing. And uh, in the original Fallouts, they all take place in the desert. So that's why they're a staple of the series. So they looked at it as like more of like a being a slave to fan service than actually coming up with an interesting alternative that would be indigenous to the area. Yeah. Plus also it's Florida. The fact that the mere fact that every species has not somehow made it to the state. I, I'm fucking floored. Yeah. Like how the fuck would do, do we not have a single panda known <laughs> to be? In yeah, they're hard to come by. Now, so I'll be honest, dude. Do you feel as though this is a rape of Indiana Jones? I take a little bit of umbrage with that South Park episode. <laughs> I know it's stupid. To, I'm not mad at South Park. I just feel like that was a... In, in light of the recent cinematic atrocities that we've been witness to just in the last, like, five years, I don't know. This, this feels like a very small slight against the franchise. That was, you know, they maybe part of the, I mean, part of the joke obviously was that they were like wildly overreacting to it, referring to it as a rape because you think it's a real rape in the first half. You realize they're talking about Crystal Skull. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't view this as a rape. Like, again, no. 
Aliens are not that wacky for an Indiana Jones movie. It's just the way they were handled. Everything to a certain point kind of is pretty tight. And then... I don't know, history's been kinder to it maybe because of how much movies like uh, Rise of Skywalker suck, yeah, you know? I like, think I think after Rise of Skywalker, it set a new scale of like scripts written by a marketing team. Or uh, yeah, like uh, or it's like that's that's the low bar. Yeah. And if you can beat that then you I don't even know how to put it. You know how when you're writing a movie and uh, you you put note cards on a board with all the beats? Yeah. Rise of Skywalker felt like looking at that board. Beat, 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 beat. Yeah. Just no time, no time, no time. And this movie plays out like a movie. Each scene has time to breathe. It, you know. Yeah. But again... Sure that like sure there's atrocity. a lot of exposition, but it knows it knows to linger on a moment, mm-hmm. like just to have a cut away, like a small reaction cut away, or a, just a, an extra couple seconds on a on Indy's face. It doesn't feel obligatory. Yeah. The way dead bodies yeah. are handled in this whole franchise. I, cr- I credit Indiana Jones with desensitizing me to cinematic corpses. <laughs> I got so freaked out when the when the, the dead guy comes out in uh, Raiders. And after that, I was like, okay, this movie still rocks. <laughs> that chick in the front row of his class wants to fuck him. Unbelievable. That wouldn't fly today. No. God, no. No tool marks. A single piece of seamless quartz. Is this Dan Aykroyd's favorite movie? <laughs> he just watches all the time. This has got to be. Like, there's no way that this... Like, the only reason that the whole myth of the Crystal Skull is even known outside of Peru is this movie. Yeah. Have you seen Aykroyd on Rogan, like, clips when he's talking about it? And he's like, it's one completely, it's polished by some, uh, something that cannot be found on this earth. Like, yeah. He's like, it's been, it's been, it's been examined by, like, five different labs. He goes deep, dude. Yeah, he, it, it's an unhealthy obsession. But you know what? I like that he didn't sell out. As far as I know, he didn't, he didn't do, like, a History Channel talking head. Like, that one guy who's in all the memes and he just, he's like a total whore for the alien thing. It's like, he knows that's his bread and butter and he just, he's pumping that thing for all it's worth. As long as there are uncles in this world. Triple distilled through (laughs) moissanite diamonds. Yeah, he's like, there, there's, what does he keep saying? Rose quartz. There's no glycol in it or whatever. (laughs) He's like, it's with zero glycol or whatever he says. There's a, there's something in normal vodka that's not in crystal skull vodka and that makes it Extra good. And it's, I believe it because it's, it's delicious. Using, it's what they use in coolant. It's the only vodka that doesn't make me get a case of the saddies. You know? 
<laughs> like vodka makes me bummed out unless it's uh, mimosas. Mm-hmm. No, not mimosas. Screwdrivers. Screwdrivers. It's like a morning drink. It's like I don't. I don't want to drink. Um, like a. <laughs> I don't want to drink anything that you have to salt and pepper, like a Bloody Mary. You know, call me a pussy, but um, I, I don't want to drink that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not as cool as Cliff Booth. You know, <laughs> but. <sighs> I like a Bloody Mary. And I want to drink in the morning sometimes, and that's where screwdrivers come in. Yeah. <laughs> mimosas are Mary. for chicks. I don't like mimosas. They, I, I don't know why, but... You don't like champagne? Yeah, I don't like champagne. Fair enough. Uh, I don't like champagne, wine, and beer. It's like all the fucking huh. basic shit. Yeah. I'm a hard liquor kind of guy. Like Liquor and sticker. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my grandpa. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's my grandpa talking. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm two drinks in. Oh, so stereo. Do Russians do that still to this day? Probably. And watch I've watched Russian dash cam. Video I was gonna say I've watched probably six thousand hours of Russian dash cam footage, <laughs> and I've never seen any Russian doing that. Oh, where'd they get a dentist chair? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like from a failing dentist office. That's yeah. where. I had the situation under control. You love me. What do you owe them? I love this guy. This Ray Wines, his voice is so fucking good. It's the perfect line between clarity and gibberish. Let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. I'm sweating here. It's boiling. I gotta say, I do like characters like this, though. Swell. Where they just fucking, yeah, like they're hot, sweaty, and they're just spouting crazy shit, but that actually turns out to be true. You could fry an egg on my stomach. (laughs) Who wouldn't lap this up? And I'll eat it. You need to watch Sexy Beast. I'm dead ass serious. You would fucking love that movie. It's like a movie about, you know how they always say in movies like, um, like in uh, heist movies and stuff, like one more job and we, we're done, we're getting out. Yeah. This is a movie that takes place after that happened. Like they got out and the guy retired and he's living in like a, this, this awesome house in Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy, uh, Ben Kingsley comes and is like, I need you to do one more job for me. What are you going to do for me? And he's like, I'm not doing it. He's like, yes. <laughs> he's just, he's like, it's like his whole character. It's wonderful to watch. There's one wonderful scene that takes place in an, in an airplane and then later on in like a TSA area where Ben Kingsley starts smoking on an airplane and he has like a big fight. And he's like, they're kicking him off the plane. And he's like, I hope this crashes. <laughs> and he's like, and then uh, he gets taken into the TSA office and then just the, the way he gets out of it is so fucking funny. And the guy who directed the movie, um, I forget his name right now, but he's only done like three movies. I've seen two of the three, and I loved both of them. The other one he did that I saw was Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson, which is a fantastic feel-bad movie. If you're, if, you're, if you're hungover on a Sunday and you just want to feel like shit, feel bad how? Like, you've, like you're going to feel like a, just, like a piece of shit? No, like bummed out and like in the most best beautiful way possible like how a movie can make you like a good feel bad movie can make you feel not like a requiem for a dream where you feel like grossed out yeah and like like the guy just like 
forced it to happen to you. It's more of like you're, you're entranced by the whole thing and you feel for the main character that you thought you were supposed to be like, pardon the pun, but alienated from. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, she's so fucking... I see what you're talking about with the lights though. She's got that noir lighting. Uh, it reminds me recently she was in Nightmare Alley, also playing a blonde, but Del Toro does the same like noir lighting in that. It's really good. Surprisingly, how good it translates to color when you have a director who like, or maybe just like a, you know, an electrician working as um, whatever is that? Are they called electricians on film sets? Are they still called electricians? The guys who do the lights, grips, grips. When you have a good grip, yeah, the electrician's like the helper. When you have a good grip, that knows how to light a scene and a good DP, that's uh, they can really make that work in color when it's not supposed to. That soft, bright ass light on the eyes, and then everything else in shadow. Yeah. Like this is the part of the movie. Uh, the second half of this sequence is where it starts to suck. With the you're talking about like with the writing. Just the whole movie starts to fall apart. The quicksand. When Karen yeah. Allen is introduced, like as much as I love her character, and I liked her, like role in this movie, and kind of bringing Indy down to settling down, you know. Yeah. Like everyone's. Character is relatively fine. It's the it's the, the set pieces, the execution, the story. Yeah. much like Revenge of the Sith, the third act. It feels like they just cheaped out on everything. Yeah. Is the only reason people hated this movie the monkey sequence? I think that's what a lot of people point to. Yeah, because the CGI monkeys are, are atrocious. Yeah, they're not good. No, like even by. Like the prairie dogs in this were vastly better than those fucking monkeys. Yeah. Like, well, you know why? Because they were only in there for like twelve seconds. Like, not even that's generous. Like, even watching this in a theater and the quality that it was originally in. Like, I don't know if it's because of Paramount or your TV or what. Like, this seems like a higher HD quality than what it was originally screened in. Yeah, um, on a projector, I think you. Some of that gets smoothed out. Some of the bad CG gets smoothed out. Yeah. So, like, the Prairie Dogs forgive it more. looked pretty real for the quality of the time. You were also younger. True. Your, your suspension of disbelief is so easy to get through when you're a kid. But even as a kid, those monkeys were canny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, that says something. Sure, it's like, canny. even as a, as a young kid, it's just like, those monkeys are not real. Do you think it's makeup getting those like deep ash cheekbones? No, just badass, awesome bone structure. Lady, I held up to Indian voodoo. <laughs> you think Russian ESP is gonna do anything? Return. That's enough. That's enough. 
She wanted him to say, da. <laughs> you all right, kid? I left my bike at the cemetery. Yeah, but you're all right? I left my bike. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. Uh-huh. That's you. Really? I'm ready. Don't give these what does that mean? You heard him. You're telling me that if Kate Blanchett... Oh, I'd want to look good. Yeah, you're right. on you that mm -hmm. you would not act the exact fucking same as he just did. Indiana Jones. Should we talk about George Lucas's creepy pitch? Do we, or did we already talk about that on a podcast? Right. For her backstory and his. Oh, wasn't it like? Forget about me. Are you all right? Maybe refresh me because George Lucas in the in the story pitches for this George Lucas and Spielberg wanted the backstory between Karen Allen and and Indy to be like um you know when she says and when they meet and she then he, he she's like I was in love with you or whatever or you were we were in love and she's like I was a child they meant that literally like oh they wanted her to be eleven and him to be like in his twenties when they had their original yeah. And they're like, it's not interesting if she's 16. It's only, it's like, Jesus Christ, that's creepy as fuck. It's been talked about to death. I know there was something like that because, like, he was, like, friends with her father. Yeah, he like would that. work with her father, and then yeah. they, that's what, yeah, exactly. I know that the age was never clarified. They met on Little St. James. It's from Milton. The Epstein Island. You gotta tell us how to get to Akator, or they're gonna kill Mary. What's in that temple? It's a weird looking temple. Tell me, old man. I want my family back. This satanic ritual site. Why can't I get anything to eat here other than pizza? You think we Americans like pizza? We do. You mean Pizza Gate's real? <laughs> automatic writing? I just watched a movie the other day that had a lot to do with automatic writing. I think it was called. Fuck, what was it called? God damn it. Caitlin would know. We watched it. It was a sick horror movie. It was awesome. I think it was on Netflix. Oh, fuck. I don't know, I'll think of it. Nice slow burn horror. Good, Ox, good. What happened to moments like these where the hero and the villain would kind of help each other? Yeah. And they wouldn't just be like they wouldn't be bickering or trying to foil each other's plans. Like it would, it was almost like a genuine help toward each other. But you'd know that one person was against their will just because of the circumstance. Yeah. The wavy lines mean water. Sater. That was the name of the movie. 
There's an old woman who like does automatic writing. And I guess in real life she did it too, and she was like legitimately either schizophrenic or possessed or whatever you want to believe. Mm-hmm. And the guy who made it is her like grandson or nephew or something. And that that made the movie. Yeah, the guy that made the movie. He did it himself. Like everything was done by him, and he made it over a few years. Like built all the sets, did everything. Damn. Yeah, it's a good movie. I think, like I said, I think it's on Netflix. It's creepy, slow burn horror, and it it's really fucking unsettling. I don't think there's a single jump scare in the movie, which is like my one of my like line items for what I want in a good horror movie. Yeah. Jump scares have probably been ruined by video games, haven't they? You should like Outlast and yeah. Alien Isolation and all that. Yeah. Streamer. Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's is probably the biggest culprit. It's only jump scares, isn't it? That's like the, what that yeah. game's only about. But it's, it's, it's cheap. It's what every single game in that franchise is built on. Yeah. Granted, like other ones like Alien Isolation and all that are too, but. It's also evasion. The, the, those yeah. ones at least are built on evasion. I think Five Nights at Freddy's is puzzle solving and jump scares. Yeah. And isolation is evasion, dread, and jump scares. Because, like, in isolation, you can also, um... Yeah, this is the moment. But this is where it starts to suck. Did they ever put isolation in VR? Because that would have been tight. Yeah. That would, that would be fucking sweet to play in VR. You have to play that game sitting on a bucket. Yeah. With your ass out <laughs> on account of you shitting yourself. That's not, see, that's not what Indy would do in this situation. He wouldn't say that. He would slightly freak out. He's not like a, a boring ass dad. Isn't quicksand like not even that hard to get out of? Am I wrong? Um. Didn't Looney Tunes kind of just make that a bigger problem than it was? Or am I just thinking of the John Mulaney bit? I think you're thinking of the John Mulaney bit, that yeah. it, like, it would be a more frequent problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be way more of an issue in my life. But if you do encounter it, you are kind of fucked. That sucks. But you need to... His name is Henry. You need to be very careful with it, I've heard. Like, if you're stuck in a mud trap or, or quicksand that like you can't... It's kind of like a non-Newtonian thing. Why the hell didn't you make him finish school? <laughs> Weren't you saying it's like, oh yeah, when we were watching Return of the Jedi, it's like your favorite thing is in a heated moment of a movie when Harrison Ford just starts like bickering or, or like sassing his way through a moment. <laughs> That's like the best thing ever. It's a rat snake. No, it's not. It's fucking huge. That's a python. Yeah, it's ginormous. Why would you put it at him head first? So you gave your mother the courtesy of the tail. Overcame his fears. Aren't snakes not slimy though? I believe in elementary school no, we were told so. that it feels like the bottom of your tennis shoe. Will you? 
I've never felt a snake, and I don't intend to. Never held a snake at like a zoo? No. Oh man, you missed out. That's a, this is a cool feeling. You feel like uh, like a chick in a heavy metal music video. <laughs> Good work, Ox. Thanks. Help. Help. <laughs> the one word liners. I, These things okay. are so fucking stupid. You like them? I, I kind of like them. Like, it, it borders on the ridiculous, but maybe this could be real. I mean, like, what was your reaction when you first saw, like, the crazy fucking machinery from a, like, just on a farm, on a regular-ass farm? You couldn't have looked at that and just been like, yeah, I accept that as normal. It had a purpose, though. I mean, I guess the purpose of this is to make a road so we can have a car chase. Yeah. No, sweetheart. Colin was your stepfather. We started dating when you were three months old. He was a good man. It makes more sense for the, the Germans to be doing that, though, I feel like. I guess the Russians would, too. Yeah. I like the Russians would, like, burn everything in their past. <laughs> we bring portable crematorium. We hide our, we hide our casualties. In ashes, we send we send little bottles of mass ashes back. Chances are, it is not loved one. It is man loved one. Oh, love with. of God! Shut the hell up! Didn't you ever wonder years ago why Ox stopped talking to you? He hated that you ran away. You two just stop. Yeah, Marion. Let's not let the kids see mom and dad fight. You're not my dad, okay? You bet I am, and I got news for you. You're gonna go back and finish school. <laughs> What happened if there's not a damn thing wrong with it, kid, and don't let anybody else tell you any different? You don't remember saying that? That was before I was your father. You're not my father! Oh, you should have yes, told me about the father. kid, Marion. Uh, I had a right to know. You vanished after that. I wrote? A year later, my dad... Not the first time Karen Allen has combined it in an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, see, there's another throwback. Because I thought we were gonna die! It's a shame they can't have a drinking game to solve this. Oh, they beat up a Russian as a family. Got it? What happens there? Oh, shit. I don't understand. I think it's like supposed to rip his pants. But that's never evident. I always question that too because I feel like if it, if it ripped his pants, it would have poked him in the ace. There were a few. Would have made more sense if he just made that same look and went, I dropped it. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Mutt went like, what, like, they weren't you, honey. by your ass? And he's like, no, out of the back of the thing. Kind of like that match cut. Wasn't clean. It was neat. Gotta get Oxley back, get our hands on that skull, and get to Akator before they do. Grab the wheel. Thank you. As an audience member, I appreciate that. Bring me up to speed. <laughs> In case you weren't paying attention for the first. In case you forgot you were watching hour. a movie. Well, yeah, I'm watching a movie. Well, what's he gonna do now? <laughs> I don't think he plans that far ahead. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Scooch over, will ya, son? Don't call me son. 
car would work. Pull up next to that duck. God damn. I'd probably a body double, but yeah. Henry Jones. Junior. You got a shot right between her legs. I like this music. Johnny Williams, man. There's your 3D moment if you paid for the 3D. Oh, yeah, this was in 3D, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's a waste of John Hurt. Yeah. There's like three lines in the movie, and they're all just like one word. Oh, convenient. I like to believe that there is a pack of swords in every single one of the cars. Yeah, just in case. Just in case some of the natives are Olympic fencers. <laughs> I was a little uh, small dick nerd that I was mowing my lawn when I was a kid. Uh, Indiana Jones theme song was like number one on the playlist. I just mostly listen to movie soundtracks like this. <laughs> no cool music. I mean, it's cool, but just not to listen to when you're just trying to vibe out and move yeah. on. all the convincing he needed. <laughs> it's the cop out. Yeah. Oh, he's a double agent? Yeah, he's just CIA. It's all okay. She just flipped him the bird? Possibly. Yep, this is where it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, God, this sucks. And she's, she's even utilizing proper form. Which, I mean, you know, good on her, but... Oh, shut the... Oh, my God. Uh, I should have a sword fight on moving vehicles. <laughs> More like a, like a floating droid over lava. 
This is gonna be a small dickhead thing of me to say, but uh -huh. I love the Indiana Jones Lego sets that came out of these movies. I mean, Legos rock. Yeah. And Indiana Jones Legos are some of the best. And the games, the Indiana Jones Lego games are the best of the Lego series. Hell yeah. No, he got hit in the nuts. Well, he just keeps grabbing his crotch. Yeah. Ah, the old switcheroo. Yeah, the, the the fighting on the hood of a car is, is an Indiana Jones staple. that you have for some of these actresses. It's just basically her, Tony Collette, and who else? Is that it? Oh, there was one more. What about, God, what about that him? was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's what I want right there. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna keep kicking me. What about um, what's her face from at, Jurassic Park and Last Jedi? Oh, Bry Bryce Dallas Howard? No. Because I'm, uh, yeah, I'm big on Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, Talk about dumps like a truck. What's her name? She was in that and Last Jedi. Oh God. He's a cute monkey. Oh, but they have the same hair. Yeah, they're the greasers of they're the greasers of the woods. Greasers of the woods. Um. Shit. Um. She worked with David Lynch. She plays Holdo. Oh, no, nah, not really. I know what you're talking no. about. The, she's in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Laura Dern. Laura Dern. Not not too big on Laura Dern. Great actress. Not 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 that thirsty for her though. This is very dangerous. Uh, I'm glad I know now. <laughs> <sighs> Stupid goddamn monkeys. There's no way that there's that much of an open clearing in the jungle. I still think this movie gets way more hate than it deserves, though. Like this part again, it does suck balls. Yeah, that's the line. Um, that's what Russians say. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this movie does get way more hate than it deserves. But I guess I'll I'll check in with myself again when we get to the 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 the, the pinnacle of the third act, which is just like you know, walking from set piece to set piece. Yeah. And just so you were, you know, he's he's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry, the monkey's okay. How many? Not that many people die in this movie, do they? Well, you got 
A Russian? The, the big Russian's the only one who really dies. Yeah. And I think her. Yeah, her. Sadly. Like, I don't even think a lot of the Russian army Right. Dies. They don't really get shot at all. It's really just, the, like, the big, big bads. Bigger bads. I think the body, like, Indy kills no less than, like, 250 people in the first three movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. That should be giant ants. These big ants. I just look like you're, you're stepping on all of them. Yeah, just or pretend there's ants. Pretend there's ants. Yeah, just pretend there's ants here. How big are the ants, George? Uh, uh, just, no, they're ants. They're big. <laughs> What's my level of like fear in this scene? Was that like an emotion? <laughs> um, can we can we put that in post? <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it in post. Then they actually put it in post. It's yeah. like, oh, I may have gone too far. <laughs> Aside from the CG looking dated, when he does die, and it'll be worse the more time goes on, this guy's death is pretty tight. I agree. The ants going into his mouth, and that was that was fucking sweet. Anytime that there's like a death, it's always of like. A second command kind yeah, of guy, it's, where it's like pure suffocation. It's the muscle. It, it's always the muscle. Yeah, it's that. Uh, in the first one, it's um, the guy gets chopped up by the plane propeller. Yeah, plane, plane propeller. Even in um, Temple of Doom, he gets smushed by the rollers. Yeah. Is there anyone in Last Crusade that gets got in a cool? Oh, the the guy who gets uh, olded to death. Yeah. By the by uh, the not Jesus's uh, favorite. Uh, sip and drink cup. I would say that's equivalent to the Grail. Yeah, or, that is. The, it's more. It's more. Yeah, you're right. It is more equivalent to that. Oh uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, that stuff's cool. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's pretty tight. But like, um, in the third, I think it's the third Pirates movie where Davy Jones. Just oh, like that's core slips. strength right there, dude. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, in the the third. Pirates movie where Davy Jones just like slides his tentacles up to whatever second mate muscle whatever uh -huh. and then just suffocates him through like every orifice, air, orifice yeah. and air duct shit's tight Davy Jones looks amazing to this day yeah Take off cat. your hat and that is where you derive power. <laughs> we heard his. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. God damn it. God damn it. Kyle, you got some on me. Yeah. There was also another 3D moment where the, the ant guts yeah. hit, the, uh, hit the glasses. wasn't going to go for the power space. <laughs> yeah, this is tight. Yeah, that's fucking sweet looking. And then when they carry him into the... Yeah. God damn, that would suck. And he's moving the entire time until that. 
just me, or does are there? He ages differently from shot to shot. From shot to shot. Yeah. I'm not the only one noticing that. It's like on different shooting days, it's like he's 51 and then 70 the other. <laughs> it's not tears, Drew, it's mileage. <laughs> Yeah, but th this sucks too. Oh god, that's this sucks. Yeah. yeah. Now if this was a Looney Tune, they would just get slingshotted directly back at the canyon wall and crush all those people like uh like, like Wiley that. Coyote. Yeah, <laughs> like that too. Okay, so a couple of people probably died there. As a result of Marion. Yeah. Not. She, at this point now, she's probably killed more people than India has in this movie. Yeah. Probably even more than the Russians have. Three times it drops. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us. Photo at the end. Mm -hmm. You ever see that video on YouTube of the, uh, the the person's trying to take a picture of their picture that that, that that they got taken of them on the ride, and the the park employee is like trying their best to block the screen. I think so. Yeah. I've seen a couple videos like that, and it's just like, dude. <laughs> Take your job that seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like if your supervisor is, is like looking at you and you just got like a chewing out or whatever, sure. You see, the, the, in the video I watched, the guy seems like it's like, no, this is, he'll go home and this will keep him up at night that he didn't do enough to stop that guy. It's like, but the rules! He's pulling his hat. They all fling out immediately at this one. And for your comedy beat, Karen Allen holding the steering wheel. That shit's real though. Yeah. Like I got into just like a spin out. You in fell my down car. three waterfalls? I, I fell down three waterfalls. No, so you, had, so you spun out, you, do you hydroplane somewhere? Uh, kinda, yeah. I had bad uh, traction on my wheels, I think, and when I was turning, I skid on like a huge fucking um, sprinkler puddle. Damn. But like, that, that, that was my first taste of a car accident. You were gripping the wheel the whole time? Pretty much. Did you rip it out of the... I, the drive shaft or whatever the I, not the not the drive shaft but the, I didn't I did not the rack and pinion whatever the fuck but it it did, like after that moment I was just like I thought about it later on I was just like what did that feel like it was just like Karen Allen <laughs> after the three waterfalls uh, yeah, yeah. and the crystal skull like I thought back she was like why this is I get it now 
praise the sun, y'all. This is fresh. These were just used. I, sh I probably should have used a Russian anthem on this one. <laughs> I feel like it's maybe too on the nose. <laughs> maybe. It really worked in Jedi. <laughs> and wasn't this a, the skull thing wasn't a result of head binding infants? Yeah. And like, I think a lot of it was like inspiration from... Um, like irrigation native and African tribes that they would um purposely like disform their bodies, like make their necks longer or longer heads or whatever else that you find in a Ripley's blue or not. Wait, what kind of tribes? Like native or African. <laughs> Drew <laughs> Come on. What? All I said <laughs> Was African. <laughs> God damn, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Too much. African is. <laughs> you're gonna do it. <laughs> oh. Oh, it doesn't match. <laughs> That one always gets you. Because <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's at the perfect. It is the funniest fart sound ever. Moment. Yeah. Like it's not the sound itself. Yeah. It's. It's timing and placement. Never expecting it. <laughs> Third act is for soundboard. Yeah. Not this time. It never happened. <laughs> All right, now explain to me this. Where are they originally? When did they get into their hiding places? And are they always there the whole time waiting? I'll take your uh, I'll take your statement. I think they're the there the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think getting in there is the important question. I think it is how they close it because <laughs> close that's all dirt. Uh-huh. So it's like you don't have a handle that you can just close it back on. Who gives a fucking shit? You ever seen Apocalypto? Some clips. It's a good movie. One of the best Mel Gibson directed features. You were here before. How did shit pass? Did uh, you ever see the porn parody Suck Cock and Lipso? <laughs> no. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Mac. You know what this is like a cheap dollar store rendition of? You ever see the the Jack Black King Kong? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
where like all the tribes people are just like viciously, brutally murdering the crew and yeah, gonna help the uh, King Kong get a woman. Mm-hmm. The middle act of that movie is good. The first act is way too long. They're on the boat for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Then they're on Skull Island, which is kind of tight. The bug scene is pretty sweet. <clears throat> and then the New York stuff is just, you know, CG stuff. Yeah. What a waste of my time. Ox was here before. But he couldn't get into the temple. So he took the skull back to the cemetery where he found it. To lay there just hands on that golden key. He that hopes the palace, the obelisk. The obelisk is the key. Like every, also, like all of his hints made sense up to this point. Yeah. Too. Like it was just like okay, three times it drops, waterfalls, whatever. Have you ever seen? This uh make fucking sense. You've seen National Treasure, obviously. Yeah. The hints in that movie from the first scene are hilarious. It's like, yeah. let's see. Tree, tree rhymes with bee. Bees who live in hives. <laughs> the hives is a band. Bands play music. Music by sound waves. Sound waves. <laughs> it's, like, it's so fucking bad. I love that movie. Both of them. Yeah. There was rumor that coming out that they were going to do a, a Disney Plus show of uh, of National Treasure, which if would Nicholas be Cage is still a tight. part of it, yeah. If he's involved, I'm, awesome. I'm I'm on board. That movie, The Unbearable Weight of Incredible Talent, looks really fucking good. Yeah. Did you ever see the, um, it's on Netflix, the History of Curse Words that he hosts? Yeah, I didn't care for it. Um, I wanted more Cage. And at a certain point, it was just they were interviewing comedians who were to like, yeah, fuck's a cool word. Yeah. You know, that's, it kind of sucked. Yeah, like, when it got to fuck, I didn't much care for it. Uh, they should have done the history of slurs. That would have been funny. You know, like, I would like to know where that comes from. Is another one. That's another one that I would love to learn the uh, origins of. What about, um, is that a good one? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't forget the wooks. <laughs> and Sorry. the tweez. <laughs> Those fucking grudas. <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> Thank God I invested in this button. <laughs> Those damn humans, too. In its own movie. That's appropriate, I believe. Yeah. That's how you know he's not going to make it to the end. 
He stole from the ritual. That means, you know, if you think he's going to survive. Not this time. It never happened. Well, the second part of that didn't really work, but editing helps. Chop it off. <laughs> yeah, see, this is where it's boring. And I just play with the soundboard. It's a great set piece. That fire looks fake. It is. Like, it looks almost cartoonish. Yeah, very cartoonish. Nice drop. He's a triple agent. No, oh, so these guys get to die off screen, but like by the hundreds. Yeah. They didn't want Miriam to be the bad guy. Mm hmm. Only one killing people. This is the national treasure moment. Mm hmm. For this lot. This man's accent. Is that his real accent? Or oh, is yeah. he playing it up? No, that's his voice. They were archaeologists. Take that thing to a beach. <laughs> Put it at the end of a stick. He looks like the man that would do that. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> but the worst thing about uh, gold detector metal detecting is even if you find like a, an old wedding band or something what you what do you get like 12% of what it's actually worth yeah best case like you're not you're not and then if somebody ever reports it's stolen you're on camera pawning it yeah which means you're fucked and you have to prove that you like found it at the beach and you're still fucked because you didn't like you know Put out a, uh, like a personal ad. They found wedding ring, describe it, and I'll give it back to you. Yeah. I think. Also, exercise bike for sale. People, uh, people like that, when they lose a wedding ring, say it like the beach. I think they just buy a new one at that point. Yeah, you're just bummed out for a while, and you're like, well. And if you're broke, you're just like, I guess ring pops. <laughs> or those, uh, those, uh, rubber. Wedding, uh, wedding rings that like hot women wear to the gym, so people like are l slightly less likely to hit on them. But I think someone brazen enough to hit on a woman at a gym is not gonna give a fuck about a wedding ring. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, if you see a woman like, you know, just trying to get through the last part of her day before she gets home and has her, you know, boring microwaved plank salmon and. Uh, you know, lemon risotto, <laughs> and you and you want to ruin the rest of her day. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't care about a fucking wedding ring. Who cares? I think also just nowadays is that even the gym bros have become basically like PC principles. So like, if they see someone, like, whoa, is he bothering you? Is he, is he bothering you? And then that's another, that's how they try to get pussy. It's like, yo, I just uh, hooked it's you up a and saved trap. you. 
I saved you. Um, some pussy? Some pussy not uh, not pussy after this me? legally binding consent form. <laughs> some pussy for me, please? So what are you, uh... Pig fuck! Agent? Nah. I just lied about being a double. I just lied about being a double. That's a triple agent. See, I don't understand what the objective is. I guess, like she said, you know, you want to read your enemies' minds. Yeah. Seems kind of I mean, low stakes to use alien discovery for, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's always that conspiracy that of, like, the USSR using... Mind any, control? Like, any means necessary. Yeah, mind control mainly, but, like, any means necessary, no matter how sci-fi it is. Yeah. We did shit like that too, though. Yeah. We would do research into like, you know, what happens if we, like, bust the front door off of a microwave and point it at this chicken? Does it give it superpowers? That was a lame thing, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah see, I was excited when I was a kid. I was like, oh, they're going to come back to life. Or 16, I guess. I was like, they're going to come back to life. It's going to be aliens. But again, the execution's not so great. It's just kind of a cop out that they're like, oh, they're just, they're all dead. They have crystal bones and they're all dead. And when they mold together, it's, it's so dumb. It's gross looking. I guess all Jones villains never really thought through what their objective was. Like definitely the Nazis in the Covenant. Yeah, didn't really think it through. Like what the fuck were they? Did they expect to gain from? Yeah, that? what were they after? And why were they still killing Jews in spite of the fact that they knew that their religion was like a hundred percent right? <laughs> like, oh, let's still exterminate them, but. The shit that's in the, the the book that they have is a religious text. We're gonna use this for Nazi science. Yeah. I mean, in Doom, it was always just like a religious ritual all the time. Mm -hmm. That was probably the only shit that was like proved right. It was just cruel. Well, that happens in real life. Yeah. And not even in like that. I'm saying like in, in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Watch True Detective, dude. And Crusade is probably the one with the most obvious goal. is just find the cup of Christ, Holy Grail. Save your dad. Yeah. Oh, because he's a greedy bastard. This is where it gets especially stupid. Mm -hmm. Oh, the temple. The temple was a spaceship. Is that what it is? That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it couldn't have been just. Another dimension. It couldn't have just been a unique culture that was extraordinarily talented at, at, at very distinctive architecture. It was aliens. Those savages. They couldn't have done it without aliens. You ever hear the theory that 
the crazy people have that aliens came to Earth and like seeded primitive, uh, like evolutionary man, like like when they, when we were still like basically like monkeys, mm-hmm. and Asians are the closest related to the aliens because that just sounds like <laughs> it's real. It's like ra- it's race science, dude. One hundred percent. They're like, look at their eyes. You hear almond eyes? Look at Asian people's eyes. Look how small they are. Look at a gray. You know, like, not too far off. They're really good at math. (laughs) Math and science, they pretty much ruin it. They don't really have that much emotion, but they, like, do. In fact, more so than that, they have a lot of suicides. Clearly, they feel stuff. Yeah. The whole forest dedicated to it. Where you can shoot really cool YouTube videos. People always overlook the funniest part of that whole thing is like in the videos leading up to when he did that, he was taking videos of himself on like Japanese subways throwing pokeballs at Japanese people commuting to work. Yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> that entire fucking thing was a mess. It was so funny though. Like that was all the cake, and then him going into the forest was eating it, like frosting it. Decorating it, cherry on top. And was that and that was a real devouring? That it. was a real dead guy, right? Yeah. That's that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sucks. I never understood. So like, even like I'm gonna be all right. Slightly perusing through Facebook a little bit, I never understood why people post pictures of their dead family members' bodies. That sucks. It's creepy. Oh, and this sucks, too. Yeah, that sucks. Yep, no redemption. Still a greedy bastard. I think once... Aliens, though, is hitting a critical mass. There's a way to handle it, like, close encounters, where you save it till the very, 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 very end. Oh, God, that looks so bad. I have lizards outside my apartment that look like that. They're, like, bright blue eyes and pale skin. Yeah. Lizards lizards are cool. Yeah. Like little baby dinosaurs. It's funny to think that the most fearsome creatures on the planet at one point are now just like shit in your garden that hangs out on the top of a wound up garden hose. Resulting shot is what happens a culmination of what after the seeing Cape Blanchett, Cape Blanchett, Blanchett the, the entire we're, movie. We were going to the same. We were at a ra- we were in a race. <laughs> yeah. And that's all come. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about you, but my pants are s- fucking sticky and cold right now. Because it's been a minute since the last time I popped. Oh. Yeah. It gets the temperature. You ever notice how quick cum cools down? Yeah. It's it's pretty unfortunate when you think about, like, porn. It's like like women just sitting there with cold cum on their faces. Just waiting for the next guy to bust. (laughs) Like in a line, you know? So gross. Yeah, women will put up with so much worse stuff than men will. Or even just the, the idea... And experience of the wet spot. 
Like, oh, if you, yeah. What do you bust into? Me, I like an old pair of boxers. Like, jerking off? Like, when, yeah, if you're whacking it. If you got an afternoon off and you're just beating it and you're about to pop, what do you, where do you, uh, what do you, where are you pointing at? Uh, rather down the shower drain. See, I can't, I can't bust in the shower. It's a waste of water. It's not or, very uh, green, Drew. Or like just some toilet paper. Yeah, in a in a pinch, if I'm out of dirty boxers, I'll do that. I used to do like, a classic, just old sock. Really, I've never busted in a sock, or on a sock. You get it to cup your balls. It's huh, it's pretty nice. Interesting. Like, just by itself, just on the dick, just, that doesn't do anything. I don't understand. At least for me. No, that's bad friction. That's yeah, like you're gonna get like, like burnt. But at least like, if it cups everything, it's just like, oh, okay, we got a nice tension going hmm. on here. Their treasure wasn't gold; it was knowledge. It's almost soothing. Knowledge was their treasure. <laughs> this happy little family portrait moment. Yeah. With their crazy old guy. <laughs> that we don't know whatsoever. Even up to this point. Yeah. Like we like half those characters in that shot right now we met in this movie, mm -hmm. and we know vastly more about one more than the other. I can. Who's coming with me? Come on. Why don't you stick around, Junior? I missed. I missed my cue. I don't know. I'm gonna do it anyway. Why didn't you, Dad? I like pussy too much. Actually, that worked. <laughs> Sean Connery was alive when they made this. Yeah. Was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that bad of an experience that he just wouldn't even come back for this? Because they tried to get him. If I'm not mistaken. Just for like a one scene cameo. Maybe if like for a flashback. Even if it, even if they just had him come out and it's like, you need to go on one more adventure, son. Henry Jones Jr. and Marion Ray. Just make sure I guess you, that would make, make sure sense. you get in a fight with a woman. Because I know <laughs> I know, like, the whole thing with Spielberg not wanting to do in any movie, period, is that it was supposed to be the last crusade. Like, that was the last movie. I said, George, we're done. We did it. We rode off into the sunset. And then George said, huh? And he rubbed his fingers together. Like the money thing, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. We love money. Who? What the fuck actor did they get for this guy? Yeah, he doesn't Jesus. Look also, what is with his That's somebody's there? nephew or something. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy's, like... She like, had a hand like, in this, too. Like, brother's son. Adult son. Fail well son. Thanks, Ox. Oh, what, dude? <laughs> dude. 
passing the torch. Except instead of doing this, he would rather just go in kind of a crazy place for a while. <laughs> and Chris Pratt was in talks to be in the next Indiana Jones. Don't forget but Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Throwback to kind of keep the credits going over some footage. Christy Kate Second billing. Made Calp Cubs pants. Karen Allen and Shia LaBeouf went crazy. And I've lost my name. Slugger. Oh, that's the girl who punched Shia in the face. That's my boyfriend. That's my dick did. Sound it made <laughs> when I busted. Seeing yeah. her punch a mean right hook. The last 30 minutes suck dick, but up to that point, it's not horrific. Yeah. Do they have like toys for this movie? Was it aimed at kids at all, or was it just like an obligatory? Um, there, like, cash there, was, in? there were some. Other than the Legos, though. Um, there were, so I actually have. A crystal skull figure with a throne. Was there an old Indiana Jones action figure that when you hit the button it just mumbles? <laughs> I fucking wish. Hard time. Um, but like when this movie came out, it like revamped like a whole indie craze of merchandise that they wanted to push out. So like they released figures from like all the old movies. Yeah, but like that makes they, sense. Like I have a, I, I somewhere I have a Kate Blanchett figure. What? <laughs> you heard me. You want to give that up? No. I'll glaze that shit, dude. Sir, I have Kate Blanchett, <laughs> Kira Knightley, and Kira Knightley's hot, later. but she's like uh, she's in the same face family as Natalie Portman, you know. I mean, that's where I'm at. She's pretty, she's pretty fine. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, the has there been a Tony Collette action figure of any kind? I don't think so. I don't think she's one. ever been in an action figure. I'll find you one. A yeah. Knives Out action that's, figure. That's yeah, that's the version I want of her. It's like the bitchy. Uh, failed daughter with like money and that you know just dumb but still gonna make me feel bad about myself it's right in the sweet spot it's wanted to yell at me dude it's wanted to yell at me it's almost specific yeah I don't know like dumb and shit on your heart like Dumb and able to make me feel bad yeah. about myself because I'm like, I'm trash. Does Bryce Dallas Howard bring that out in you or is that? No, Bryce Dallas Howard's more of like a, a borderline crazy looking chick giving you the side eye at the bar all night and then you take her home and it's mind blowing. And you, you find out the next day that, like, she's basically just a ghost. She did she ghosted you completely. She's left. Didn't, like, just, you know, didn't even think twice about you before. You know what I mean? Mm. 
Like you were nothing to her. She it was just because she was drunk and needed a warm body kind of a thing. But it was it's a night that you'll so probably so think of every time you bust for the rest of your <laughs> life. Like you will truly never forget her, and she's already you're out of her head. Like the minute she gets her keys off of the counter on her way out, you know. So you're still along the same lines of like treating you poorly, like forgettable garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a real I'm a real pig. Do you need a hug? You know what? I think I don't because I don't. At this point, it, there's just a lot of bust in my pants, and I don't want to <laughs> press that up against you. I see. I just think I have the mentality that I'm a little. Big fuck. <laughs> Amy Adams in that movie that that's from The Master when she beats off Philip Seymour Hoffman into the sink. What? And she's like yelling at him and telling him to stop doing. Like whatever he's doing, like, you need to stop this. And she's just dry jacking him into the sink. What the fuck, dude? You need to watch The Master. It's a crazy good movie. It it's it's Joaquin's best performance ever. Like just to have those two actors and then have that situation. That yeah, it's the only sex that you see happen in the movie. I think the only sexual act, mm-hmm. and she's just beating him off into a sink. Who the fuck's Philip Kaufman? I think I should know that. My dick small. I can get hard. And Little can only come soft. One. And I'm gay. You're a bulk. <laughs> wow, stock footage provided by Getty Images. Like, like everywhere is provided by Getty. You use that for Getty. school projects, yeah. dude. Like, every movie is provided by Getty in some form or fashion. And every time I see it, it's just like, is this a school project? What? 